0: Hi there, I'm Lindsay Sparks, author of books that include hidden worlds and twisted myths. Welcome to my weekly author's notes podcast. Today is Sunday, uh, September 26th. And I would love to share some of my reflections about the past week with you. All right, so uh, first off, my current free books include Echo in Time, the first book in the Echo Trilogy, uh, Inkwitch, the first book in the Cat Dubois Chronicles, and uh, the new freebie that I hinted at last week um, is Legacy of the Lost, the first book in uh, the Atlantis Legacy. And that book, oh, sorry about the creaky chair, um, that book is going to be free throughout the month of October, and then uh, will not be free uh, again for probably until um, the next book comes out. Uh, So definitely grab your copy now if you don't already have one. Um, Yeah, it's a super fun story um, about uh, kind of like an academic thriller, treasure hunt. hidden alien species Atlantis all that fun stuff And um, there's like a, a secret passage in an old manor house um and the main character gets to explore the um catacombs beneath Rome just all kinds of fun stuff kind of a grab bag of things I wish I could do or things that I wish were in my house <laughs> um yeah so uh I am currently working on, still, the uh, skeleton draft of Song of Scarabs and Fallen Stars, which is the first book in the Fateless Trilogy. I am, um, so just, um, to, uh, remind you, I, uh, dictate this draft, so it is like a funny screenplay format draft, um, that I talk into my recorder, um, so... I am about two-thirds of the way done. I think uh, I'm on a pretty good roll. I think I should have it finished in the next three or four days. Um, and then after that, I will start transcribing the record the recording. So um, I use a software called Dragon Naturally Speaking. So the software actually transcribes it, but then um, each time I transcribe one of the chapters that I recorded, I go back through and I correct it, and that uh, trains my kind of, uh, AI transcriber who lives inside my computer. Um, it trains uh, the AI to transcribe even better the next time. So there is a little bit of work that goes in on my end, um, during the transcription process. So I have, uh, the rest of the week planned to, um, do all of the transcription after I finish this. So I'm really hoping, you know, fingers crossed that I can just like make myself do this and get, um, I think if I can do record five chapters a day for the next three days, I should be able to finish the book. Um, it's looking like I've got five more chapters in, um, the second part of act two. Um, and then act three, I think is going to go. Pretty quick, not because Act Three is short, but just because usually by the time I get to the third act of a book, I'm really on a roll, and uh, all that like snowballed momentum is keeping me excited. Um, not that I'm not excited about the book, but gosh, um, the first draft is just always a struggle for me. It's just hard. I think it's um, uh, it's just like trying to wrangle those ideas and the images that I see in my head because I really do see the scenes. Um, I think like so many authors, um, playing out in my head, like a movie, and it's just trying to figure out how to, um, contain that into words, um, and, and to how to do it before the scene is plays itself out. Uh, I don't know. It's just, this, this is the, the hardest part of, um, creating a book for me is this initial draft. So um I'm really really hoping that I can just like you know really get going and and just not turn into my normal procrastinating self um who drags her feet and pretends that writing is like pulling teeth when it's really just like this awesome fun thing that I'm like love doing. So anyway, enough just rambling on about that. Um hopefully I'll have it done in three days. Hopefully me saying that I'm going to try to get it done in three days means I'll get it done in three days and then I can go on to the transcribing and to my favorite part, which is um, turning the screenplay draft into a novel format, which is like a normal traditional um, manuscript for a book, which is revising and adding description and detail and, um taking this like r- really gross rough thing that I just vomited out um and turning it into something beautiful and fun and that readers would actually want to enjoy. Um yeah, so that's where I am with that. Um and this is not something that I'm currently working on, but uh Song of the Soulless came out on um Friday. Yeah. On Friday. So that was the fourth book in the Atlantis legacy. Uh, and so it feels really good to have that kind of bookend done on that project. Um, and I've got the pre-order up for book five. Uh, it's definitely, I'm pretty fairly certain that there's going to be six books in that series. Um, as so well, will have, I'll be working on book five after, I finish, uh, Song of Scarabs and Fallen Stars. I don't know why these two books both start with song. (laughs) They have nothing to do with each other. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so Song of the Solace is out. Um, so far it seems like readers are really liking it. Uh, yeah, it was a really fun book to write and, um, I love where that story is going. I'm really looking forward to the final two books in the series. I think it's going to be a really exciting uh, conclusion to this adventure um, that will, I think, leave Cor- leave the universe, um, this fictional universe open for potentially more adventures for Korra. So we'll see. Um yeah, so right now I am currently reading um, The Book of Life by Deborah Harkness, which is the third book in the All Souls trilogy. And, oh, there goes my heater again. Hold on. Okay, and my creaky chair. Sorry about that. Um, the third book in the All Souls trilogy, which might actually be the All Souls series now, because I know there's like a fourth book that's related, but maybe not a direct um continuation i'm not sure uh but uh yeah so i'm on book three of the book of life by deborah harkness um currently uh we are not watching anything we finished into the badlands which i like feel like it got like super silly and um in the near the I don't know, maybe the whole third season, maybe it was starting to get really silly in the second season, I'm not sure. But in the second season, definitely, my husband and I noticed that they do these like power poses where they have like their whole little fight group that like gets together and they all pose and it's very like superhero movie, also kind of video game Esque. um god and every time it would have happened we would just start cracking up and it's like we could not take it seriously after we noticed that um there was just obviously we finished the show um so we got some entertainment out of it but also they definitely left it um like there was going to be a fourth season and it, i don't it didn't get picked up for a fourth season so um yeah i were a uh, looking forward to starting something new. I think uh, that was one of those ones where it's like, we had already gotten two seasons into it and there was only one more season. So we figured we should just finish it. Um, I feel like that's how we felt about blacklist, even though we haven't even done the most recent season, it's just sometimes the shows, I don't know. Sometimes these shows seem like people weren't planning. The the writers weren't planning necessarily for it to be a longer running show. And then they're like, Oh, we got renewed and, and now what are we going to do? So I don't know. Um, okay. My highs, I have two highs this week. Um, so I did have, I know I was, was just talking about how, um, the first draft is a really, really a struggle for me. Um, but I did have a seven chapter day this week, um, where I recorded seven chapters of this book. I had another day that was a six chapter day. um, so this is something that only I can only do when dictating. I cannot do this if I'm writing uh, on a keyboard. Um, something about writing on a keyboard is much more draining of my creative energy than just talking out the story. I think I think a lot of it has to do with when I talk out the story, it I don't I'm not seeing it um, on the computer screen. I'm not seeing the words that I'm, putting out into the world. Um, and so it's kind of like, they just like go away from me. They just vanish. They're out of my head. Um, and so I'm not still kind of dwelling on them. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, that's pure speculation. Um, but yeah, so super exciting. A seven chapter day. I felt really good about that. I think that's the most I've ever done. Um, and then, uh, I also was super excited and had a blast, um, This morning, actually, I was a guest on the Best Book Ever podcast uh, with Julie Strauss. And um, I got to talk about A Discovery of Witches, which is the first book in the All Souls trilogy um, that I'm reading the third book of right now. Um, And uh, I just absolutely adore A Discovery of Witches. Um, If you're a fan of Echo and Time, um, which is the first book in my Echo trilogy series, you... If you haven't read A Discovery of Witches, uh, you should. You will love it. Um, it definitely appeals to the like pretty much the exact same reader as the Echo Trilogy appeals to. Um, but yeah, I just uh, always love to talk to somebody about uh, one of my favorite books, and A Discovery of Witches is definitely one of my favorite books. And um, I believe Julie said that that episode of the Best Book Ever podcast is going to air on October fourth. Um, Monday, October 4th. So if October 4th is a Monday, then that's the day that it's going to air. So definitely check that out. We had a really fun chat um, about that book. Got a little serious. Um, yeah, I, I, it just, yeah, it was great. It's always, always fun to talk to people about books that you love. Um, and then I did have a couple lows this week. So I just, I think that like, so I, I know last time I talked about how excited I was about my cover designer telling me she had an opening um, to fit in a, a kind of a last-minute cover design that I need for uh, a box set um, or a bundle, uh, series bundle. But um, I think that – so I, I need to do – come up with a cover brief. I need to give her the information for the covers for the Fateless Trilogy. So Tarsat series starting with Song of Scarabs and Fallen Stars. Um, she's doing all three covers – uh, for all three books in the series in October. And I think that because I am drafting the first draft right now, which uses basically all of the creative energy that I have, um, to, to create something new. Um, I just am having the hardest time figuring out what I want to do with these covers. I have a really good idea of when I, what I want to do for the first cover cover so for Song of Scarabs and Fallen Stars but for books 2 and 3 while I know the titles of the books I just keep I feel like I keep dwelling on the titles of the books um and like trying to figure out how to translate that into a cover design which is just silly because there's so much more in these stories than like the small amount of symbolism that appears in the book titles even though I really do love the book titles I don't think that the cover itself needs to reflect be a direct reflection of the book title. So I'm trying to like just get out of this rut and figure out what exactly I want to do on the covers of book two and three in terms of a symbol. Cause it's, I'm definitely going with like a more, um, sim- symbolism, like typography cover. Um, there's not going to be people or anything like that. So I know what symbol I want to appear on, The cover of book one, but I just don't know what I want to do with books two and three. So I think maybe I need to sit and think through a little bit more about the themes and major plot points that are going to happen in books two and three. And maybe that'll help me figure out which symbols from ancient Egypt I want to pull in and highlight on those two covers. So um, that is just like one of those, like, I feel like I'm just like ramming my head against a wall trying to figure this out. So that's been really frustrating. um, And I just need to figure out that with my speaker turning off. So I I look at all these fun sound effects that you guys are getting this week. Um, The other low, well, I think it this kind of relates to It's just the first draft blues, which I think is like this outpouring of creative energy. Um, It just kind of makes me feel drained. And like I said, the first draft is just a, it's a struggle for me. So I never feel like confident about the story that's coming out um I'm definitely excited about it and I enjoy experiencing the story as I'm watching it play through for the first time in my head like comp- in a more complete way than just outlining but it's interesting it's just interesting it's I I feel this way every time I do first draft um I think that's why I've gone towards dictating because um when I dictate, I can get past this first draft phase faster. Um, and this is the phase where I just really feel kind of like down on myself and my storytelling ability and the self doubt, um, really emerges. So hopefully I just have to do this for, um, a few more days. It's just more motivation to, to get, um, through these, this like final third of the book and get it down. And then I can dive back into it and really just start, like, really adding all the details and the fun stuff. Um, yeah, so, well, but first draft blues are, like, a real thing. Um, okay, so this week I was obsessed with, um, oh gosh, I just has, have circled back to The Heroine's Journey, um, going back to the book uh, by Gail Carriger called The Heroine's Journey. Um, I just feel like I am seeing... Um. I'm seeing this kind of story structure more and more um, in the books that I'm reading and in the things that I'm watching on TV and in my own um, storytelling. Uh, And it's just really, this has been like a, like a, like a perspective shift for me on how I view storytelling and on how I view the stories that I, both consume and produce. Um, so yeah, I like, again, I highly recommend um, the heroine's journey, especially if you're a writer. Um, but even, I feel like it's even applicable to, sorry about the creaky chair again. Um, I feel like it's applicable to anybody who enjoys stories um, because it helps us. Um, it makes, it sheds some light on, or like a, sp- it, it, Puts a spotlight on um, something that I don't think has a spotlight on it, which is the, a different type of story besides the hero's journey, which is what is so prevalent in Western culture. And um, beyond just pointing out the structure for the heroine's journey, it it points out why um, why we don't talk about it or why we don't know about it or see it as I because th- I do think we see it just as often as the hero's journey. I think we just don't know that we're seeing it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just been really exciting to, um, kind of internalize it more and figure out more ways that I can make it even stronger in my own storytelling. Uh, yeah. So, um, I don't have any fun, um, Google searches this week. I've just I don't Google search really in my first draft that I think I'll have lots of fun Google searches, um, in a couple weeks, once I start, uh, novelizing this beast. Um, and this week I am looking forward to so incredibly much. I am looking forward to finishing this first draft and just moving on, getting to transcribing and correcting. And then, uh, in, the after this week, uh, getting into novelizing and revising, which is something I love so much. So that is it for me this week. Thank you so, so much for listening. That was a little bit of a long one. Uh, I will be back next week to ramble some more and until then happy reading.